I was quite excited about this next one, in part because uh, it looks like a very interesting game, but also in part because it's called Iris and the Giants, and with my daughter's name being Iris, I was excited for it just on that basis alone. Is that petty? Yes, but I like things for reasons, so shut up. Um, the point is that Iris and the Giants was a game that intrigued me from the get-go, and no, not just because of the name, but also because it is a game that prides itself on being a sort of deck-building roguelike. I can very much safely say here that sort of is the perfect word to use, because yes, it is a deck-building game in some ways. You are uh, in a roguelike setting, and much like games like Slay the Spire, you will have to go through, you'll have to gain new abilities as you progress. Uh, but in this case, it's a game where you are given abilities and your deck is limited. You will get more cards as you progress through the game, yes, but you really have to balance between what is worth getting and what is worth sort of saving, uh, what is worth keeping in terms of abilities, and what is worth playing forward for. I love the way that this game sets itself, set itself out, because not only is it a very interesting game about fighting your way further and further up, it is also a heartfelt game. It's a game that's about sort of the, the story behind it as well. It's about memory uh, and also it's kind of about bullying and about our domestic lives and about the heartbreak that we don't see in other people. I feel like this is a game that in its own way could be good therapy as well as good gameplay because it is relaxing in some ways quite tense, but also just makes you reflect a little bit more, and I like that. I do like it a lot. Uh, the enemies are very simplistically designed, and as you progress through the game, new ways of combating these enemies are introduced. Uh, you gain new powers, and of course, being a roguelike, you will gain new abilities to make it easier for you to get through uh, and get further up the tower. There are challenges associated with going through the game in certain ways as well, which uh, again, it's just a delightful way of approaching the way that the world is put together, and I, I really enjoyed it. There are a few points that I was unsure about at first, uh, namely the fact that as you start the game, you're given all the tools to succeed, and that's not a bad thing, but also it kind of bleeds little bits of information to you, and... That's fine if you are giving me, you know, bits of information that I need then and there, but sometimes you find something out uh, after your fourth or fifth playthrough that maybe you should have learned the first time around. It would make it a little bit easier. Maybe that's just one of those things to try and keep the game playing on for a little bit longer, and I'm not going to complain too much about that, but I, I would say that it'd be nice if everything was given a bit more of a clear window uh, for you to learn it in, and, you know, maybe even just a space where you can say, hey, this is this is some of the basics you need to know, even if it's not in a tutorial, just some information would be nice sometimes. <laughs>